Hey, everybody. It's Wood. I'm here with Keith. And nothing says Father's Day like a girl that can kick our ass. This is so <laughs> what you're saying. from the north and they won but yeah, did you see how yeah, those assholes showed their ass out there cheering when durant got hurt that's the team it's, you rooted for i told you to yeah. stay american and then <laughs> well, clay got hurt yeah i did but no yeah and that was at home I, you know what hey i can't speak for the fans i'm not even a fan of the team yeah that's why you pulled for him no i told uh, you yeah. just stay american and that type of shit doesn't happen <laughs> and then on the other hand st louis beat my bruins they beat yeah, the they shit did. out of them i yeah, didn't expect did. them to lose like that nope Another city I can't stand. I've never been to Toronto, and I can't stand it because we all know I can't stand Drake. Right. And yeah. Unless my guest likes Drake, then I'll have to be you a fan of Drake because I don't yeah. want to get hurt. Um, <laughs> St. Louis is a place where I had the worst food poisoning of my life, and here's what I ordered. Okay. I ordered a cheeseburger, french fries, and a salad, and I was sleeping in the bathtub because it was coming out. It was the cheeseburger. It was coming out. It was seeping it was out of me, man. How do you screw that up? I don't. Uh, uh, you don't cook it enough. So I don't know. that's why I can't stand St. Louis. I don't know. Man. It was dog or horse or who knows. Uh, who knows, man? The reason I love Jamathan is because he's the only emailer that understood that his email would not be read this week because right. we have a mask off. That's right. What, what's a mask off, brother? Guys, a mask off. If this is your first time, um, I appreciate you here. If this is not your first time and you've just forgotten, I'm going to remind you. A mask off is when we bring in somebody that's different than us, does something different than us, uh, and is usually better than that something than we are. We peel that mask back, peel that mask off, and get to know them a little bit. So, without further ado, to our mask off guest, who are you, what's your name, what do you do? Uh, I am Destiny My Time McCubbin, and I am a uh, mixed martial artist MMA fighter. How long have you been doing that? Um, let's see. My first fight was at the end of 2015, so we're coming up on four years fighting, but uh, five years of training now. Okay. We have a mask off in the woodshed, and you are immersed in the woodshed. <laughs> this is it. We have some random questions just to get you warmed up. Okay, right? okay. Like I always tell the fighters, this is you loosening up, you know, not, not kicking my ass, just kicking somebody else's <laughs> ass, okay? Just hitting the pads and, and that, you know, yeah. Every time we have a fight, I get a little nervous, you know, yeah, but we, yeah. we, t we talk weird and we got called out because we don't drink as much when mm -hmm. we have a fight because we don't want to get lit. Yeah. Uh, so just, Although I think that's counter too. I feel like we should drink more. So it doesn't hurt as bad. Yeah, exactly. All right. One more questions for you. Okay. My time are, what's your favorite Sim Simpsons character? Bart. Why Bart? It's I the just attitude. Like, yeah. I like yeah. his like, he's just like, don't give a fuck. Kind mm -hmm. of, you know, just like. Bitch, resting bitch face. Okay. <laughs> Favorite book of all time? 
Ooh. Okay. This is probably making me sound like a sad sob person, but I have read the diary of Anne Frank like five times. Yeah, you do yeah. like just being immersed in just uh. <laughs> I, that's not exactly uplifting. I know. I just got very interested in like the whole Holocaust thing. And yeah, I read the di- the diary of Anne Frank a lot when I was younger. Okay. Really yeah. All right. What goes on a hot dog for you? What do you put on a hot dog? Mustard. You, you, that's it. Yes. And hot sauce or jalapenos. I I can hot. get yeah, I get I behind, can't behind all, all that. that. Yeah. I can too. Yep, finally. Got rid we, of that we damn ketchup. The other night and I was drunk, putting my hand in the jar of jalapenos <laughs> and just putting them on it. It's so funny. It's Whenever I go eat with people that don't know me, I'm like always like, you got hot sauce? You got hot sauce? What no. kind of hot sauce? Okay, so it really goes between Cholula or Sriracha. I love Sriracha, though. Like, Sriracha is my main thing. But you can't always have the Asian taste on certain yes. foods. Right, stays you on too I mean? long, huh? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So sometimes, like, if I'm... Like I ha- if I if I have to go for like more of a like a Mexican spiciness, I'll go with like a Cholula or a Tapatio. That's my dude. Do you put your Do you put your Cholula or Tapatio on popcorn? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Or Good stuff. If you've never done it, do that. Have you had popcorn with jalapenos? <clears throat> yep. Okay. That's nope. Delicious. Okay. Next time you go to the movie theater, get yourself some popcorn and ask them for a thing of jalapenos, or it might be out by like the the condiments and okay. stuff. Get jalapenos and eat your pop. You know, get, grab a jalapeno. Grab yourself a handful of popcorn. Change your life, and you have to have Jerry Coke with it too, just so you know. Okay, shit. Okay, she hooked up my <laughs> next movie. All right, last one. You know what I do? This is just what I do. Back to the f- weird food stuff. I put ketchup on my corn. Really? Yeah. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nobody. Uh, nope. done that. They just kind of zoned me out right there. They're yeah. Like, oh, good for you. What's the next question? This motherfucker's really, weird. <laughs> I don't really love ketchup, but I do love it with fries. Like that's typical, obviously. But I don't like people put that on their eggs and their potatoes. Like just fries for mm-hmm. me. But other than that, like I'm hmm. cool. All right. Last one from me. Have you ever tried to surf? Surf? Yeah. No, uh, I've I've uh, what is it the paddleboard? Uh-huh. I've done mm. that, and I have a hard time doing that, so I don't really think I'd be a good surfer. Okay. <laughs> All right. Makes sense. It always looked fun. I've never tried it either. But uh, and then I, I have one simple one. Um, which era do you wish you were born in? The twenties, like the Gatsby area era. Yeah. Why? I just love the music. I love the style. I love how they're always dressed up. It doesn't matter what they're doing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They're just always dressed the best. And yeah, I just think they're beautiful. Guys mowing the lawn in trousers. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Every, you, go, you know, it doesn't matter where you go with the man. He's wearing a suit. Yeah. You know, you're wearing mm-hmm. a sparkly, flary dress. Like, I like it. Okay. Sign me up. The 20s. <laughs> I like it. The, the music, I, I don't know. Uh, what was it? Ding, 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 ding. I think they play that song everywhere in every movie, right? You know, they only have like one or two songs. You know, you know, doing their thing. That's looking the super fresh. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. All right. So our mask off guest introduces our snaggles, and our snaggles is our drink, and what are we getting drunk off today? We have original triantula tequila. Damn, you said that oh, like Woodward. Did she say <laughs> that right? She, she would know better than <laughs> me. <laughs> should we sure. cheers to that? We should. Okay. Right, clink, clink, clink. Yeah. <laughs> We're too far away to reach, guys, but... Uh, she can reach Wood, though, so he'll be the first person to get hit if we fuck this up. Yeah, that that's okay. I got a soft Ooh. face. And our Snaggles is brought to you by Tiger Claw Tattoo. Guys, head over to Tiger Claw Tattoo. You know where it's at. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's in Mill Creek. Go over there. Uh, get yourself hooked up with some ink. Um, everyone, okay, minus Keith, in this room is inked up a little bit. And uh, Shay... And his crew over there are going to hook you guys up. They're going to make it look pretty. They're going to make it look great. It's going to be a, a not a regret. It's just going to be something you're going to love. So go over there. Tiger Claw Tattoo, Mill Creek. See him. Get yourself hooked up. 
And I want to piggyback on the ads. I got a little cousin, and I know we got a lot of la- listeners in Atlanta. Uh-huh. She started Hags Kitty Drinks, and Hags stands for Have a Great Season. So in the wintertime, she's doing <laughs> hot cocoa. In the summertime, she's doing lemonade and mm-hmm. daiquiris, wow. virgin daiquiris. So if you're in Atlanta and you listen to this bullshit, go see my cousin over at Hags. And don't ask for a discount, motherfucker. Pay full price. <laughs> it's just a kid. And tipper. <laughs> and tipper. That's there what I'm talking go. about. Yeah. All right, so we got Destiny, my time of coven in the house mm-hmm. for our mask off. What, what is your story? How do you get into MMA fighting? Um... Let's see. So, I mean, I fought a lot growing up before fighting ever came into my life. I fought a lot. Were you a troublemaker? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. You were a troublemaker? I was was a very mm -hmm, big-time troublemaker. Okay. Um, so you're doing the Street Fights World Star. You're doing that kind oh, of crap. Oh, yeah. I went, I went like 20 and I lost once. So I'm like 20 and one. There's an honest answer. A lot of people, I never lost a fight. Oh, You've I, been in Street Fights. You got your ass kicked before. I yeah. got my ass whooped yeah. one day. Yeah. You didn't forget it, did you? No, yeah, no. Neither. I still remember that girl, Tamara. <laughs> I see that bitch now. My mom fucker. was there, too. So that was even more embarrassing. Isn't that the worst? My, my mama took me. I'm like, Mom, this girl wants to fight me. Can you, can, you, can you take me over that real quick? She's like, yeah. And I was like, all right. So we pull up and this girl had... Three cars deep of her family, and I look at my mom. Uh-oh. It's just me, and my mom. I go, "Well, we getting jumped today." Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Mom, can you take me to this fight? Twenty minutes later, mom, can you pick me up, please? <laughs> so, how old are you when that went down? Mm, gosh, uh, I think ninth grade, so like fourteen, fifteen. All right, mm. yeah. And, and you found out you were good by taking an ass whooping. Did you fight guys too? Did you beat um, up multiple girls? I mean, I fought a lot of girls, and then uh, when I was a little older, I had. I was hanging out with like the wrong people, I guess, um, and getting in a lot of fights. I've, I've, I'd been jumped by guys. I've been jumped by girls. By guys? Mm-hmm. Oh, <coughs> and I, you know, I handled mm-hmm. <coughs> myself against quite a few of them. So, I mean, yeah, I just fought all the time just to do it. And I never, like, you know, now that I found fighting, it kind of, I understood why that, like, I don't know. I feel like fighting, I was meant to, I was put on this world here to fight. And that is why even being younger, I chased that first, you know, I chased that. I chased fighting. I wanted to do it no matter how much trouble I got in. I just wanted to fight. But ever since I started actually fighting and training and, you know, um, respecting the sport, like since the day I walked into a gym, I've never been in a fight outside of the gym or outside of a cage or a ring. Where have we heard that before? We heard that when yeah. I first mask off Liam. He says it humbles yep. you and it teaches you to respect yeah. the art of fighting. Yep. I have never mm-hmm. even... No, like never, like I wouldn't even entertain, it turned me into such a different person. I don't even do confrontation anymore. It's crazy. You know how to walk away because yeah. you know what you can do because it's uh, not worth it. Or, or is it because you know you've, you're training for a fight you've got coming up that's worth your time more than well, some. There's so many reasons. One, um, obviously I'm licensed so I can get in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, also, yeah, I know what I can do to a person. Um, you know what I mean? Especially somebody that's not trained, you know, um, like there's like a street fight is like a two minute long fight and yeah. you know it's and if that if that's long couple of people yeah. hugging on each yeah. other up against a car <laughs> or something right but like I'm not like I, it's, it wouldn't go down like that so I just it's not worth it to me and um uh yeah I mean I respect the sport you know the, the sport it's 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 a livelihood and it's not something that should be like disrespected or flaunted just because you do it you know okay so at fourteen you you said you went down and you you. You caught that beat down. Yeah. And then so from 14 to when did you actually start training and saying, hey, this is what I'm going to do and I need to slow my roll and calm down and do it the right way? 14 was kind of like the beginning. Well, not the beginning. Yeah, kind of like the beginning of it all. And then like, you know, I didn't even, I didn't straighten my life out. Like 
my life from then on went through a completely spiral downward. Um, you know, I made a lot of bad choices, hung out with a lot of bad people. And then when I was about, um, 19 years old, I finally, I don't know. I like woke up one day and kind of had an epiphany and decided like, this isn't the life that I want to live. You know, like I put my parents through hell for my entire teenage years and then woke up one day and just decided this isn't who I want to be anymore. Um, I cut a lot of people off. I lost a lot of friendships. You got to do that when you change your life. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, and I walked into my first MMA gym and that was one hit MMA. They're located in Layton, Utah. And, uh, Aldo Regia is the, the trainer down there. Um, Aldo, you said Aldo? Aldo. Okay. Uh-huh, Aldo Regia. Great gym. Um, but yeah, I walked in there and like I said, I fought all the time in the street. But when I got in there, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. You know, mm-hmm. like it was just all so foreign to me because it is different. And it really, it was very humbling for me. Yes. It was, um, it was, yeah, it was hard. I lost, I, I, I went in there pretty heavy and I, you know, I lost a lot of weight doing that. And that was probably the rest of my life since that day. Like, So yeah. did you, did you go in there then like? I'm going to go in because I want to train to fight, or did you go in there because you just want to get off the street? Like, what, what's that transition? Why do you decide, now I'm going to go to a gym and actually start this? Uh, I went in there for a couple reasons. One, I wanted to – I want. so before – the, before I went in there, I was doing CrossFit for like six months because so when I decided to get my life clean and, you know, more on a straight and narrow path, I knew I needed something that was going to keep my mind off of, you know, whatever, the, mm-hmm. the you know, keep me away from the bad things bad that choices. I was doing. Yeah. Exactly. So I started CrossFit and I did that for like six months and I, and that was great. I love CrossFit and it, it did definitely help me turn my life around a bit and live a more healthier lifestyle. But then it got to the point that it wasn't enough. There was still something missing. So that is when I walked into the gym and I had, I walked into the gym. It was Monday after Ronda Rousey beat Alexis Davis in 16 oh, seconds. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh yeah. That yeah. was big. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And it was, it was obviously everybody was a big fan of Ronda Rousey. I was, I, I loved Ronda Rousey and, um, that was kind of like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this. Like, even if I, even if I'm not Ronda Rousey, if I'm not even good, like I'm going to do it just because the lifestyle is better. You know what I mean? And I was heavy. Like I had said, I wanted to lose some weight. And so I walked into the gym and yeah, like I didn't know that it was going to be so passionate. Like it was, I didn't know it was going to be like something that I wanted to give my entire life to, you know? Um, I always asked my parents to put me in fighting when I was younger and it never happened. And then, and, and then I always fought growing up. And so when I walked into that gym and I started this journey, I was like, this is why I've been like this my whole life. This is why this is, this I always is wanted this, yeah. you know what I mean? Cause this is where I fucking belong. Right. So, and, and I would understand that from your parents. First, first of all, let me just say, this is surreal to me and I'm gonna let you in on a secret word. We, oh boy, we've known me. each other quite some time. Yeah. Most of the people I'm scared of in my life are women. <laughs> Whether it be my mother, my stepmother, my sister, who I talked to you about earlier, uh-huh. my wife, of course, you know. And so to see you here, you know, you're sitting here talking and just, you know, the cadence is a woman. Yeah. But also to know that she could kick me out this window if she yeah. wanted to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just surreal to me. And let's just state the obvious right off top. You're, you're here with your mom mm-hmm. and your dad. Yes, all right? my number one supporters. Your number one supporters, mm-hmm. which is awesome of them to come. You are a fighter and you're in the sport of women's fighting. Right. And the obvious is you're, you're a pretty girl. Thank you. So how do your parents feel about, you know, you go out and you're going to bleed. If you're going to get in a yeah. fight, you're yeah. going to bleed. You're going to get scratched and all that stuff. Absolutely. And also, eyes and, yeah. let me ask you, yeah. when you go to fight somebody and maybe they're not as attractive, are you like, 
this motherfucker can really fight because you ain't got shit to lose. <laughs> uh, looks can be intimidating. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Looks can be intimidating. There are some girls that I fought and I'm like, damn, this bitch looks like she gonna fuck me yeah, up. Yeah, she ain't got shit. She look like she fought a damn gorilla two days ago. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, looks can be intimidating, but also looks can be deceiving. Like, you yep. don't look at me, you're not gonna see a person like me just like this on the streets and think that I have any type of skill as far as fighting right, goes. You know yep. what I mean? So yeah, looks can definitely be intimidating as far as deceiving. Um, but my parents, bringing up my parents, they, they're actually pretty cool with it. Like they, my mom definitely freaks out. Um, once we hit like three weeks out, my mom starts, I start to panic at three weeks and my mom also does, uh, you know, just, it's just, I think everybody involved and is so close to you. It's like, you all know, like war is coming, you know, like, oh, it's crazy. Just thinking about it, I get chills. You know what I mean? Um. But come fight. My mom really tries to keep it together. She does. and she. But I know she's freaking out inside because she'll just get super quiet because mm-hmm. she, she doesn't want to say anything. But I know she's tri- tripping inside. Does she go to your fights? Yeah, yeah. She never missed one. Pops go to your fights too? Yep, every single one. Um, my dad is totally cool though. My dad is just excited the entire time. You know, he don't, he don't give a <laughs> shit. He knows I'm it. tough. He's like, she can get punched in the face. She's fine. Beat that ass. She'll be all yeah, right. My yeah, mo- my mom definitely freaks out. But my mom, like, they've never been, like, unsupportive. Like, my grandparents, on the other hand, like, they hate the idea I'm very close to my grandparents okay. um, was with them a lot of my childhood and so they're like almost parents to me you know mm-hmm. what I mean very close to them my mom's parents so when I started when I started this journey they were not supportive they, they hated the idea of it and they didn't take it serious because I was a person that would start something and not finish it so they really didn't take it too serious at first mm-hmm. and so then I had my first fight they didn't come I had my second fight with Courtney Youngblood. They didn't come. Oh, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but they, once they had seen... And you won your first fight. Sorry to cut you yes. off, but you won your first fight. Yes, mm-hmm. I did. And uh-huh. obviously you won your second one with yes. Courtney. Okay, go ahead. After they had watched the Courtney Youngblood fight, my grandpa was like, okay, like this is serious. This is what she's going to do. We have to be there to support her. So they came, they started coming to my fights after that. But it was very hard for them to actually, you know, bite down and, and pull the trigger Jump. and go. So kind of along that same line, uh, what are some, what's maybe one or two of the biggest misconceptions of, of like a, a female fighter, right? Cause it's, I don't say, I don't want to say it's new, but it's, it's relatively new, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, so I, I, I imagine people stereotype you guys, Absolutely. Um, even, even the professional ones, you guys going in to fight. Like there's, I imagine that there's other men that are like, this is, this is going to be a cat fight. Before you answer that, you're going to get me stabbed because my sister explicitly <laughs> said, do not call her a female fighter. Call her a fighter and okay. she fights in the sport of female MMA. So just don't get me fucked okay. up. Those were <laughs> words, sis, not mine. But I, uh, nonetheless. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we we are held up to like a higher standard, you know, because we are fighting in a man's sport. Mm-hmm. So we, we do have to prove ourselves a lot more and... Um, yeah, but I mean, I think that, like you said, it's new, but mm. we've we've proved ourselves. You know what I mean? Women have proved themselves. Ronda Rousey, it, and I've always, I'm, like, I'll always be a fan of her. I loved her so much, and it sucks that she went out the way that she did. Okay. But like her and Misha Tate, Gina yeah. Carano, Chris yeah. Cyborg, you know, we have to take. I've our heard half- all those names. It's funny yeah. you, when you lay yeah. them out like that. I'm like, oh, shit, I know that yeah, one. Oh, yeah, shit. So it they're, is. They're yeah. kind of like the first generation of female MMA. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, you have to take your hat off and salute to them because if it wasn't for them, like th- they'd pave the way. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be right. doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, like Dana White said, a woman would never fight in the UFC, and now they're headlining shows. You know what I mean? Like it's evolving, and it's because we're working our asses off, and because we're proving that we deserve to be there. Right. 
you know. Um, well, I've yet to see one of the fights that I felt like I had a chance. Honestly, you know, it's like, <laughs> man. Honest this, statement. Yeah. Honest I, statement. There's no way in hell. I, it doesn't matter the level. There's no way in hell. I'm not a fighter. Well, for anyone that's ever listened, I'm not a fighter. <laughs> and even more so, I, I have total respect for it. He's a like, creator, is yeah. what he is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, even in training, like we don't get to be girls. Like they're, like Our teammates don't consider us girls. We're, we're fighters in there. They don't, they don't treat us like women. Yeah. They, they go just as so hard. you get hit. If you're yeah. sparring against a dude training, you get hit. There are some guys that really do not take it easy. Mom's and on I, their head. And I, won't, <laughs> and I won't say that it's because they're assholes. Some people just don't. Just don't go easy some people just don't have like pe- some people know how to flow and some people just have one button and that's going 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 you know what i mean so nothing against them but yeah there are some guys that will just go hard as fuck on you and that's okay because mm-hmm. i feel like that molds us into the great fighters and can we go with them every round no because that's not good for us but it is good to go with those people you know to make you a better fighter but yeah when we're in the gym like we don't get we don't get categorized as females. We're categorized as fighters. We're right all on, there right. doing the same thing. And that's what's right. awesome because the respect is all the same. I don't think I've ever had a teammate or a man um, make me feel like I don't belong there. You know, they just, yeah, they whip my ass and sometimes it sucks, but I've never felt that, fuck, I don't belong here. He's making, he's degrading me. Which I would that's think good. would help you to fight in the world of uh, women's MMA because we had Sean O'Connell sitting there. Matter of fact, this is our second MMA fighter in a row. We yeah. usually... We do something totally different, and you know. So it's weird that we have two in a row. He sat there and he said, when he trained for the million dollar fight, I forgot what it was called, yeah, but professional his, fight league. There, yeah, there you yeah. are. There, there's that, a student again. But he said he he <laughs> wrestled. You know, he would find the best grappler or the best boxer in the to, state or in the area. Game. And then when he got in a ring against this dude, he's like, this this dude ain't shit. I fought dudes back home better than this. So I actually train with Vinny. Tra- Vinny is out of Extreme Couture. Okay. Yeah, and and he owns his own. He has his own jujitsu school and stuff. Extreme Couture's in Vegas. Yes, sir. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, Please don't call me, sir. I feel like sorry. I'm being arrested. I just, <laughs> just scared the shit out of me. It's, 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 it's about to come down. It just Hey, oh, I was shit. raised right, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but yeah. it. Okay, so like I know Vinny and... Obviously, like, you know, you want to see, you know, people, you know, win. But I knew Sean and I knew he was from my home state. So it was really cool to see him win. It was, you know, mm-hmm. especially beating a world class black belt like Vinny. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He, and he went in there with a great game plan. Sean did great game plan. Like just that whole thing like you could just tell it was it was strategized so perfectly uh-huh. well. And, and so you watch a, you watch yeah. it totally different than we watch it. Yeah. 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 So you're watching technique, oh, foot sure. stance, all that stuff, sure. strategy. I, okay. I, I watched it differently though after he sat here. I went back and watched it again and I pretending, you know, with some people I'm like, now watch what what it, well he told me what he's gonna do here. So I act like I know what the heck's <laughs> going on, but I don't. I just still it was like that's terrifying. Good right. for you guys. So you turned pro in 2015, am I right? No, I'm amateur. Excuse I, me. I started fighting in 2015. 2015, uh-huh. at what age? Um, I was 20. I was not, was I 21? Um, I wasn't 21 yet. I was not 21 yet, so I was 20. Okay, you were 20. So the next year you were 21, which was 2016. Right. You went off in 2016. For some, You fought like every other month, <laughs> five did. times. You, I did. What was going on in, in 2016 to get you in the ring? Because I would think. You would need to recover. You, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? And, I, I, I've been hit, and you, you know, see, you got a game or something the next see, week. See, that's where like, I fucked up. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I did like, yeah, like I won my first fight, and, I was, and it it's addicting. You win your first, like, 
It is the craziest high that I've ever felt in my life. Like you feel like you're on top of the world and you just want it again. You want it again. You want it again. You want to chase it, you know? So I won my first fight and then we got the Courtney Youngblood fight. But I mean, like I had said, I was, I was always a heavier person. And so, so I, what were you fighting at? Were you my first fight was at one? It was a catch weight one thirty, and that that even thinking of me being one thirty was crazy at the time. And then they called us with the Courtney Young blood fight, and um, I was with I was under Dave Castillo at the time, and they wanted me to fight at one fifteen straw weight, and I was like, "There's no fucking way." I can't make- I can't make, I can't make 115. He's like, yes, you can. Like we, it was, we had time. We, we were probably like 12 weeks out. He's like, yes, you can. And I was like, I don't know. He's like, I, he's like, you can do it. He's like, you're going to have to buckle down and, you know, be strict and disciplined, but you can do it. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Like, you know, my coach says I can do it. I'm going to do it. Yes, so, right. um, yeah, I mean, I did it. I buckled down, ran, you know, three miles in the morning, three miles at night on top of my training, like cut a ton wow. of fucking weight. And, um, yeah, then, you know, I made weight. I actually came in underweight and went, had that fight, beat her ass. It was... And yes, she did beat <laughs> yeah. her ass. And mm-hmm. let's talk about... In the most... And I say that in the most respectful way. Courtney, <laughs> Courtney Youngblood was no bum. Okay, no, no. She hit like an ox. Okay, yeah. And I, yeah, I, I saw she caught you yeah. a couple of times. We ain't gonna lie. But yeah. that was a straight up... That was a... And we go back to the to the beginnings of of MMA. Let's go even before then. Let's talk about Layla Ali, uh-huh. the female yeah. boxer, uh-huh. Muhammad yeah. Ali's daughter. Right. You went there and you Layla Ali her ass because you guys <laughs> went toe to toe and you yeah. jabbing you know, and power punch. Why the, did you beat that girl like that? And this is me saying that, uh, Courtney. This, this ain't got nothing to do with with, with my time here. You beat her ass. <laughs> well, I mean. I, it was personal. Yeah, and and I, for the first part, I wondered if I was actually watching a different type of boxing. And it was, was personal. Like, Whatever yeah, you like, do. Oh, damn. Damn. What, did, what did she do? She scratched your car. No, no. <laughs> she said something about your mama. I mean, because that was scary. Oh, no, okay. So I wouldn't say it was anything. It was personal. I, she did nothing, but it was personal for me because um, this was my first fight to 115, and I worked my ass off for these 12 weeks. You know what I mean? Like, and. And to the point where, like, I'd be running and I'm like, there is no fucking way that this girl's going to take this away from me because I have literally put in miles and hours. And like, so your it, first it, fight it, was at 130. 30. Mm-hmm. And so you had to lose almost 20 pounds in 12 weeks to get to that? More than that, because after my fight, I probably, because like I cut to 130. So after my fight, I probably went back up to like 145. And then, Damn. oh shit, yeah. you were angry. Yeah, she took a lot away <laughs> yeah. from you, huh? Yeah, a lot. She took a lot away from you. <laughs> no, no. A lot um, of good dinners on a weekend. Yeah. yeah. It it was it 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 yeah it was it it was it made me realize like I can do this you know what I mean it was only my second fight so I didn't really know where I was at in the sport but after that I was like you know what I can do this I am mentally strong enough to do it and I can be disciplined enough to do it so yeah and it was like there there I went there knowing that she was not going to beat me oh shit you know That's, you guys and a, I hate to say this in there. What, that, they, you guys. I don't have that. I've been in street fights, right? Mm-hmm. Fights on the court, you know, hoping the ref gets in between it and all that <laughs> shit. But you guys have something different. Because yeah. all you guys say the same thing. You say, you know, this person took this away from me. Right. They took the haagen away. They took the goddamn french fries away. <laughs> they took this away. And you're going to pay for all uh-huh. that today. Right. You know, yeah. and so just to hear you even bring that up, it, it, it's reminiscent of other people we've had yeah. here. Right. Well, and, and like I had said, so she was the hometown girl and she had just had a, um, a really, she was just coming off a really great win against a really tough opponent. And I think that she was looking to going pro after this fight. So I didn't, 
they didn't bring me down to beat her. They they brought me down to get beat. You know about your I mean? tomato can, huh? Yeah, yeah. It, and that's how it works. You know, it's your hometown. You're not gonna. They're not bringing somebody in t- so you can get beat. You're. They're obviously. You know, they they want to build you up. So uh, yeah, it was it it was scary because I knew I was going into her hometown. I was going into her territory. Her town is where? Uh, Boise, Idaho. Okay. Yeah. It was for Front Street Fights, which um, is an amazing promotion. I'm actually hoping to get on their October 5th card, so fingers crossed they can Front get Street on. Hooker Up. Yeah, right? <laughs> Todd, come on now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so went into that fight, and uh, I don't know. Just it was, it was Even though it was – like, I watch the fight now, and, like, I've obviously my technique isn't there. Like, I've grown a lot as a fighter now. Like, mm-hmm. I'm way better. But just seeing that fight is still one of my favorite fights. I think if that cage wasn't there in the in the first 30 seconds, she would have went down because that cage <laughs> caught her. kept her up. She, she, went, she had, like, two flash knockdowns in the first 30 seconds, and I was that cage caught her the second the second one, and I was like, damn it. <laughs> so, you, so you, Go ahead. Real quick, just about this fight. So I watched in the – the commentators were saying um, that it looked like you guys now understand this is me trying to regurgitate actual technical fighting stuff. So that looked like you guys weren't uh, throwing straight jabs. They were coming kind of over this a little bit tired. Yeah. A little bit. How, do, you, do you look back at that now and, and see that? Mm-hmm. Or do you look at that like, you know what, this was part of the game plan or no, what's your thought? There? Absolutely. Um, like I said, I was, I was still so new. It was, I feel like when you're so new, like second fight, uh, it's more, you're more, you're coming in there and you're fighting. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. like brawling. You yeah. know what I mean? Fighting for your life. But let me cut you off for a second. And this is me. I'm about as technical as wood. <laughs> but to watch you in that, it didn't look like a bar fight. I've seen no. bar fights. It, it it was technique. You, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were toe to toe, but it was it's technique. Yeah. Okay. I, so I, feel I think like, you're selling yourself short there. I feel like it's kind of like, um, like, like, like being, you know, you're a baby and you, you, you grow and you grow and you grow and then you graduate into, you know, when you get to the UFC level, that, that's what you graduate to. Like I, like if you watch my Utah State title fight as, and then you watch, if you watch the Courtney Youngblood fight and then you watch the Utah State title, you can see a big difference. So it's like, yeah. yes, I was good, but there's, there's levels to the shit. Okay. <laughs> that's all I can say is there is levels to the shit. Am I good? Yes. Yeah. But if I go against a team like Gina Mazzani, one of my favorite training partners, um, she's in the UFC. She is, she's amazing. So it's like, I think I'm good. And then I go with Gina and it's like, oh shit, okay, I'm really not that good. Okay. I'm not on that level yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There is levels to this shit. So I watched myself with Courtney Youngblood and, you know, yeah, I, I did good for being my second fight. But then you watch my fight against Lauren Chittister and there's, it's just, just levels different. What's it going to take for you to turn pro? What is that process like? Um, there's really not a process. You can go pro as soon as you want. Uh, a lot of, some people go pro too early, you know, and I think that is that, that's something I've always been afraid of is going pro too early. I've had a lot of people try to pressure me into turning pro. And, um, obviously I, I, I think about it because that's where the money is at, you mm-hmm. know, and with right management and right coaching, I probably could do well going pro early, but I personally don't feel ready. I don't feel like I've seen it all and I don't feel like I have, coming off of an injury and you know things like that i just think i need a couple more um fights before i jump into pro because once you go pro there's no turning back right so, so you can't go pro and then go back to what you were doing before no. like oh, just kidding guys like you, i'm gonna go do that you, again you, go back wipe, to the minors, right? you wipe your slate clean when you turn pro but that that's you know you don't get to do that again that's you know you're you go in with a losing record that's when they dana white don't give a fuck about you yeah because <laughs> yeah, i about to dollar bill yep i saw Two people reading the same book. So this guy, 
right? Me and my wife, we go to this festival. Okay. And there's this guy sitting next to his wife, and she's reading a book. And he starts reading a book with her. But she's reading faster than him, so he kept holding her up on the book to read. <laughs> Turns out she starts reading out loud to him. So I'm sitting next to a grown man, and his wife is reading him a book. Where first, is this? First of all, I'm impressed that they had an actual physical book in their hand. Yeah, the whole room like... did. It was they were that type of people. He was there <laughs> with him, his wife, and I think his parents, and everybody was reading a book. I was in Dork Fest yeah, 2019 is where I was. Okay, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, she started reading a book out loud. It gets better. This guy had probably <laughs> seven cat tattoos on his body. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's he's he, yeah. his house is full of everyone. No, those are the probably the ones that have passed. So he's got more coming. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you're right. Because yeah. I asked, yeah. said, "What's up with all the cat heads?" Right. Oh, those are my cats that died. Now, that's something you never see in mixed martial arts. Is what I'm saying. That's the point yeah. I'm getting to. It takes a different type of person to do that thing. Right, right. You know, nobody rolls in with cat tattoos. It's like this one's fluffy and this one's I chocolate and like whatever the, else you name cats. Helen Peralta, mm. who kissed who? She kissed me. She kissed you. And, and, then like, and then, like, my reaction was to, like, kind of headbutt her, but I did it with my mouth. That's what I thought. I did it, like... <laughs> that's, 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 I, like, did it, I, like, I did it, like, just with face, so it looked like I kissed her back. Okay. I'm glad you explained that, because it, it did look... I mean, you guys were close, and then she... And, so that's what happened. I'm trying so, not to get my I mean, ass whooped. I don't want to say. Yeah, uh, yeah, she yeah, kissed yeah. me, and I guess I aggressively kissed her back. Did you get her? <laughs> I got her. You got her? No, she won. <laughs> she got you? She won. Talk to me about that fight. Oh, gosh, man. This one, this one, <laughs> this one hurts. <laughs> that's, that's close to which, the surface, huh? Which number fight is this? This is, um, let's see, seven. Seven. Okay. Seven. Yes. Um... So I got, I actually had an opponent and then my opponent pulled out like two weeks out. So then they replaced her with Helen and, you know, they show me pictures. <laughs> this is the whole, you see a person that looks scary, you know, that type of thing. And, you know, so have you seen Helen? Is she not attractive? Does she look like me and Wood had a baby? Yes. Okay. Worse. Right. I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> Kidding, Helen. <laughs> you can say what you want. I don't want no part of you. <laughs> they 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 gave me Helen's name and I'm looking her up and I'm like, mm, man, fuck. But I ain't no I ain't no bitch, you know. So I'll take anything. Um, so I was just like, whatever. Oh, hold on, let me stop you for a second. So you saw her and in your head, if we're being honest, you're like, is this a man? We we kind of like that. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah. shit. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm. Yeah. And then obviously studying her, like you you know you could see she's heavy handed. Uh huh. Um. And she just, it was, yeah. So my coach liked the fight. Uh, I was with Dennis Davis and he was just like, you know, let's take it. This was for the tough enough strawweight title and big fight. Obviously we'd already put in an eight, we had already put in a full camp. We were two weeks out. You know, this is the name they gave me. So, you know, whatever we took the fight and now I know that it, we probably should not have. Um, but I mean, it's amateurs, so I guess it really doesn't matter, but a loss is a loss. And then, I just wasn't ready for Helen yet, you know, but... Uh, I was just going to... Is that why you feel like you shouldn't have taken it because you weren't ready or, or what? Yeah. Um, I think with an eight-week camp, it would have been different. A eight-week camp preparing for her, it would have mm-hmm. been different, you know what I mean? Uh, but, you know, we, like, we knew she had a strong overhand right, and so the last two weeks we really prepared for that, but it was... But it was she, only two weeks. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and no excuses. Mm. Helen's a good at a great fighter. She also fought my teammate Cheyenne Vlismas, who did have a full camp against her, and that heavy hand just still was able to beat my friend, who is an amazing athlete and now a professional. Okay. You know what I mean? So who is it again? Cheyenne Vlismas. Okay. Yeah. Um, she's actually in South Africa now, training out there. But uh, yeah, that's my homegirl. She's actually some the person who brought me to Vegas. So. Yeah, uh, love you, girl. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Helen was uh, she was she's a force to be reckoned with for sure. Um, so is she pro now, or is she? She still is pro. Okay, so okay. she actually had a pro contract already signed, and then when they had offered her the fight to me, um, and offered her the title, that's yeah. So she she had taken the fight. Okay. Yeah. You are, let's say, uh, a, a new age fighter from what I've learned, uh-huh. in the sense of where here you are, you're doing hypnosis. Yes. For focus. Uh-huh. I like that. Yes. Where would that concept come from? Who who brought that to your attention and does um, it work? Yes, it absolutely works. Um so he actually has been he had been following me forever on Instagram and he would uh, his name is Rich Richard. Uh, he's known as uh, his Instagram handle is like the English hypno- hypnotist. Okay. Um I definitely recommend him guys go ahead and give him a search again it's the English hypnotist. He's awesome. Um we ended up actually becoming really great friends. He's obviously out in England and you know everything is over video chat. But uh, he had been he had messaged me a couple times trying to get me to do it, and I was super scared at first because I had heard I wasn't sure if he would like I would you know do the hypno- hypnosis with him and then not ever want to fight again because you hear stuff like mm. that when people do mental stuff sometimes they they wake up and they decide they never even want to do it again. So it wasn't really in them from the get go. Yeah. yeah. So okay. like, so I was always kind of nervous that that would happen, so I never wanted to do it, and then. Um, my strength conditioning coach, uh, Danny Davis Jr., he actually had uh, sent me some hypno- hypnosis stuff, uh, just recordings, and I had listened to those, and they made me feel, you know, I actually liked how they, what they did for me, and I talked to him about it, and he encouraged it, so I did get with Rich, and he's actually a sponsor of mine, so that's really cool, um, but we started doing sessions, let's see, so my Utah fight, we did... We did a couple sessions. It was towards the end that I had gotten with, um, started working with him. But for the my last fight with Nadine Mondial, um, I worked with him like twice a week for an entire nine weeks. And yeah, it, it really it really is crucial because, like they say, the fight game is ninety percent mental. And you know we prepare, you know physically, we're one hundred percent prepared. But sometimes you go in there, and I I don't know if any other fighters can you know. Uh, say this but I feel like I know I wake up on fight day and I know if I'm going to win or if I'm going to lose you feel it you know what I mean Hmm. so energy and aura is Mm -hmm. that what you're saying yeah I feel it I definitely feel it I mean obviously I I wouldn't maybe it's not 100% accurate but I I know when I'm off I know you wake up and you feel it you know what I mean you wake up and you know you feel great that term you're off I I can relate to that yeah Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh and so he just um he's he's he definitely helps you when you feel that, he can definitely steer your mind to a different direction, like help you see things differently. Um, having him on the day of, like we have like a hour and a half session on the day of fight day, and it's it's very helpful. Yeah. There was a movie, and I'm going to date myself once again. <laughs> Do you know the TV show Good Times? Mm, I don't know. All right. If you knew it, you would know it. <laughs> mom, mom, you know Good Times. <laughs> JJ, who's Jimmy Walker, uh-huh. was in a movie with Sidney Poitier and Bill Cosby. I know you know who Bill Cosby yes, is. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, who was it? Sidney Poitier was a hypnotist. The name of the movie is Let's Do It Again. And Sidney Poitier, Jimmy Walker was a boxer, and Sidney Poitier would sneak in there and hypnotize him and give him to beat the shit out of people that was twice the size. You remember the movie, Ma? Mm. 
And it was called Let's Do It Again. That hypno- the hypnosis thing, it kind of reminds me of that. And then they, at the end, they, they were going to hypnotize Sammy Davis Jr. to beat up Muhammad Ali. This is how old this movie is when <laughs> Sammy Davis Jr. was relevant, <laughs> right? But anyhow, so when I hear that, it reminds me of that. Okay. Hypno- hypnosis, being a mindset. So do you go into the hypnosis and then come out of it after the fight? Or do you come out of it before the fight? You come out of it after the fight. It's like a dream. Like he'll he he gets like he'll talk to you and he gets you into the state where like you are in the dream and all you hear is his voice. He'll get you there first, you know? And then once you're there, he'll start talking about the fight and he'll talk about it like it's happening. You know, it's round one. This is happening. You're you're moving, you're doing this, this, that, you know. And so like it's it's literally like you're just watching a dream, but he is speaking everything into existence that you need to see so it's like when you wake up from the hypnosis you've seen what you want to happen if that makes sense and like positive affirmations exactly putting it out into the world i guess into the universe you know and and then because our minds do you know like you do picture losing you know and Mm -hmm. any fighter that says they don't you know i you picture losing and like you'll start to and then you're like well don't don't do that don't go there don't Don't go because it's natural yeah Yeah. because they're training just as hard as you are yeah and like i i when my mind drifts to that and i'm always always just like okay don't 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 go there don't go there you know don't get that negative thought and so this really helps you visual have that visual of winning and you know all the like and he'll and he not only does he show you winning he'll or he'll go through bad situations you know Mm -hmm. like situations you have to get yourself out of situations that you're losing and you have to pull yourself out of just to just to remind you that you do have what it takes to get out of bad situations you know so is he specifically uh, does this just for uh fighters because it sounds Mm -hmm. like you would have to have a lot of info- knowledge about fighting. Because so if I tried to, uh, uh, you would end jazz up, kick. You'd end up making cupcakes or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wood bakes, right. by the way. He's really oh, okay. good. Okay, me too. Um, he actually used to be a Muay Thai fighter. So, yeah. he. So underst- he understands it. He understands okay. the sport. He was amazing. And he... Uh, more, I, I think Muay Thai is one of the hard, the craziest, hardest sports because it's bone on bone and it's just so intense. They they kick and they elbow and they they knee mm. with with everything that they have. Like they're not just trying; they're trying to they're trying to cut your body in half. They're trying to take your head mm. off. They're mm. trying to slice your face open every time they hit you. You know, so just knowing that he did that sport for as long as he did is is it's definitely reassurance because he understands. So you so you, mixed martial arts, what you do? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you feel is like your strength? Boxing. What, Boxing is your strength, mm-hmm. and is that because of your your history growing up? Is it just because I mean, have the other things just not taken hold as much, or, or? that's a good question? Um, I think it maybe maybe a little bit of my my history, but I've just always been better at throwing hands, um, and I've been working with a boxing coach now for a while, and my boxing has grown so much. So like before. I didn't really do, like, I didn't really have, like, a coach specifically to striking. Like, I just kind of, like, you know, we would, I would do classes or something like that. And we would do pad work sometimes, but it wasn't ever, like, super specific. But my hands were just always um, the better, the better part of me, I guess. Um, I didn't really get into, like, good grappling and stuff. So I got to extreme couture because that's what they're known for is Mm -hmm. grappling and wrestling. And, you know, they got the best, definitely. Mm -hmm. So I can definitely say that my grappling has came up since then. But, yeah, boxing is just... I just, if it's up to me, I'm going to keep on the feet because I, I would rather punch you in the face. You know, I would. <laughs> you come from a large family? You got a lot of brothers and sisters? I don't have any, uh, many uh, siblings. So uh, my biological dad, he has children. And so I have got like half brothers and sisters. We're not super close. But my grandma is a sibling of 11. 
She has, she has 11 other siblings. So all oh. of them got kids and all them got kids. A lot kids. of cousins. We got mm-hmm. a lot of cousins. So <laughs> like, you fought even with that growing up. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And like, you come to my fights and we roll deep. Like the entire... Like, <laughs> you got a whole section <laughs> just for you. Literally, yeah. yeah. Like, my, like that's what I love about my family is they will show out. You know mm. what I mean? It doesn't matter where it's at. Like, I've got a, a homegirl hit me up about a potential fight in Mississippi in August. And I was telling some cousins, they're like, we're there. And I'm like, oh man, I can already see us all up in Mississippi. So, <laughs> who gives a pep talk? Hey, who gives a pep talk? If this doesn't go Destiny's way, nobody getting that damn ring. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's been times. Get off my cousin. Yeah. There's been times that they, yeah, they, they, they all play it really cool. But I, I have like, I talk to some fighters and like, you know, and a lot. Some people just don't have a support system, and it's like, mm-hmm. it's not something that I can relate to because I have an amazing support system. My parents will do anything and everything to make sure that I can do what I need to do, you know, to chase my dream. But my entire family, like there's been times that like, if you, like, if you looked at some of my fight, my fight outfits, I'll have just the word family on there. And that's because a lot of my family will just put, will just get a bucket or whatever. Like, and they'll all pitch in money and they'll just sponsor me that way. And like, I've, Uh, I've, I've, that's your sponsor family. Yeah. And I've made so much, you know, they've made me a lot of money just to take care of me and pay for the things that I can't pay for during my training camps. And, you know, like, you come to my fights and like the Courtney Youngblood fight. If you listen, you can hear him say, "Destiny's got half of Utah." Yeah, and, I was just going to mention that he brings that's that out up. of the state. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and um, whatever color my shirt is, like the arena is going to be filled with that. Like my Utah State title fight, I sold over three hundred tickets. Like, it's it's really cool. And then after, like they they throw a big party for me. Like you know, like they just <laughs> I'm not even a professional yet, and they treat me like you know, it's it's really cool because just to see them support the hard work that I do. It's Absolutely. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So you, you have the weight of the family mm-hmm. behind you, in front of you, around you, surrounding you. Yeah. When, when you do this, and you're not just stepping into the ring by ha- yourself. Ha- and how does, so how does that play on you as when you come up to a fight? You know you've got all that support. Yeah. So, which is a good thing, but also it puts a little pressure there. Absolutely. I'm glad you asked that. Um, it, I was just telling my mom actually about the uh, Mississippi fight. Um, this is going to be my first fight back since before June, since June last year. And that was a loss and that was a hard loss. And then I got injured. So this is my first fight back. And I was kind of telling my mom, like, I just kind of want to go and handle my business. You know, like, I don't really want the entire family there. Like, I just kind of want to go do my thing because there is pressure involved. Mm-hmm. You know, like there, there really is. And you wouldn't think there is because it's family and stuff, but it's like, you want to make them proud, you yeah, know, and right. even though they're yeah. like, when I, when I, when I actually sit back and I think they're proud, they're already proud of me because, because like, honestly, if I wasn't providing, who knows where I would be? Like I was living such a crazy life. I'd probably be in jail or doing some stupid shit. You were buck wild. Yes. <laughs> okay. So like fighting 110% saved my life. And so I know my family just is proud of me for that, but I, I still don't want to let them down. You know what I mean? Um, like with my last fight uh, with Nadine, something very uh, life-altering happened about two weeks out from the fight. And now that I look back, I I do wish I would have pulled out. I do wish I did. You weren't right in the mind for that fight. No, Mm. I was not. But I refused to. Everybody, my mom tried to get me to pull out. My my boyfriend at the time tried to get me to pull out. A lot of people tried to get me to pull out. But to me, my biggest concern was I've already sold all the tickets. Everybody's already made their arrangements to come down to Vegas. My my opponent has worked her ass off just as hard as I have. Like, I'm not going to. Wow. That's, not, that's interesting that you would say yeah. that because 
me thinking who I, I'd be like, fuck them. Yeah. It's, fuck the it's opponent. A, it's about but me. I can see the other yeah. thing. I can see the family and this, that, and the other, putting sure. all that weight on you. And, but, and now I, I probably will never do that again. I'll never put the opponent first because I lost the fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and they ain't thinking about your ass. No, they were not. Yeah. They're, they're not. But that, that, that was actually the biggest thing for me is I was like, cause it, I've had fights pull out for me, you know, we like, I had, sorry, I actually ended up having Helen two weeks out, but before, you know, I was, you know, that, that, was, that yeah. was hard. And so, like, just because I've experienced that, I was like, I'm not going to pull out on her. She, I have been working my ass off for this fight, and so has she. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to do that to her because she's put money into this fight, this fight camp. She's, you know, she's worked her ass off, and this is a big show. Like, I'm, I'm not going to do that to her. I'm not going to do it to my fans. I'm not going to do that to my family. That says a lot about who you are, mm. type Thank of person you, you are. That's Thank awesome. You. Thank you. But I'm not saying I would do it again. No, no. One time and one yeah. time only. Right? I learned my lesson. When shit ain't right in the mind, don't take the fight. Free taco, America. Yeah. Has anybody here ever gotten a free taco when, I don't know, the final game goes seven games or they score over 200 points? Yeah. I would love a free taco. I've never went and got those. Uh, Where is that at? I, I, it's everywhere. Taco Bell always does it. I've somebody done the does free this, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> You've, you've went and got so, that? Yeah, at a oh, jazz I would for game. for sure get some free Chick-fil-A. At the jazz game in the fourth quarter, if the opponent misses two free throws in a row, uh-huh. you get uh, a free Chick-fil-A sandwich the next really? day. Really? That's ongoing. Yeah, yeah, it's been going on for, I don't know, Do you have to take days. your ticket? Or is it yeah. everybody? No, in? no, you have to take your ticket. Yeah, I'm so talking about when Taco Bell or when Mc, McDonald's never does it. Those cheap motherfuckers. <laughs> and they are cheap. <laughs> they are cheap. Yeah, they are. Cheap food, cheap everything. But like Taco Bell say, yeah. you know, if the... Finals game goes, or if the Super Bowl averages, if they get a combined score right. of 40 points, everybody in America gets a free taco. Uh-huh. I've right. never done that. And there was just a promotion for it not too long ago. I just got into hockey. Okay. <laughs> well, I, me too, because the Vegas Golden Knights. Like, I never was, but I'm like, okay, I got this team here in my hometown. So I'm a, I'm a Golden Knights You're fan Golden Knight? now. I, yeah, and I they pulled me a little bit last year. <laughs> but it's all about the yeah. Bruins because they – do that one scheme where you skate and then yeah, you take the and stick. Then, and then they smack that. And then you hit that little. Yeah, yeah. I know nothing about hockey. I just <laughs> pretend I do. But anyhow, they had something where everybody in America got free tacos. I still didn't go get my free taco. No. But what I should start doing, Destiny esque, is getting my free taco and giving it to a homeless person is what I should do. There you go. I, I like that. It's, See? It's, I ain't got a heart. I, I know you listen. <laughs> I think they bake on most people not doing that. It's just a way to advertise their right. name, and then people don't actually go because then you got to go deal with some fifteen or sixteen year old kid serving you, and he's not going to give you your taco anyway. So just right. I, I went to Burger King, and I like extra mustard on my burger, and those fuckers didn't put extra mustard. They didn't put any mustard <laughs> and no ketchup either. So I had a dry burger that I ended up throwing out the window. Oh. I was pissed off that That's shit, man. Worst. You deal with that shit. No, See, I go good. back for that shit. I'm like, You look. turn around and go back? Oh, for sure. I'm like, look, girl, <laughs> you got one job and one job only. Can you imagine her coming into Burger King after getting no mustard, no ketchup, putting her hair in a ponytail and shit, taking off her watch taking and shit? Taking off my hoops? Who, 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 no. who the fuck made my burger? Yeah. Like, I did. Yeah, you're about to get fury, motherfucker. Keith, Keith it's the hoops. No watch. It's the hoops. Is it hoops? Take I remember seeing street fights between girls back in the day. They would yeah. take the hoops up and put a little Vaseline, you know, because nobody yeah. wants to get yeah. a scratch face. Put Vaseline on, man. Where did the nickname <laughs> My Time come from? Um. Okay, so the my he's not my boyfriend now, but we were together for a very long time. We actually just kind of decided to part ways. His name is Josh. and Is he in the sport as well? Uh, he was a boxer for a long time, and he actually is a boxing promoter now. Okay. Oh. Um, still great friends. I love him to death. You right know. On. Um, Sometimes shit doesn't work out. Yeah, it right. doesn't. But 
he has been a part of my life since since my fight camp and it, and it, or since my fight career and it, it's kind of crazy i always say like uh something with him you know is uh so like I had said, the person that I used to be once I found fighting, like I feel like that girl just kind of died. Like I just like don't even know the girl that I was before fighting. Like I like I I went through so many things. Like I told you, fighting, being jumped. I was shot, you know, at sixteen. Like oh wait, that shit came up a long time ago. <laughs> wait what? We'll, just we'll, we'll get back to the promoting ex boyfriend. You were <laughs> shot. Okay. <laughs> you go. Who who's that fighter? A uh, Tapia. Tapia. There was a boxer. I can't remember his first name. Tapia. He was one. Well, shit, Camacho. Hector yeah. Camacho back in yeah. the day. I mean, is this what Amazing. we're talking? You you live that life. I live that life. How'd you get shot? Give us what you can give us. Statue of limitations run out? No. <laughs> no? All right. So you got to talk in code a little bit no, in terms I'm cool. Let's, let's All right, rock. What, what happened? What happened when you got shot? Uh, I was 16, and I decided... I was, actually, I was actually in Vegas with my parents, and me and my friends were like... We knew my parents were gonna stay in Vegas for a while, uh-huh. so my parents, me, my friends were like, "I'm, I'm looking at mom as you tell this story, and <laughs> she's like, because this is important. Mom's Blood probably like, Look, don't leave here. this hotel, don't leave it.' And they went and did it anyway, right? Mom's one of those. <laughs> Go ahead, Destiny. So we're 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 like, let's throw a party. You know, we want to throw a party, and I was, and so we decided, okay, let's throw this party. We invited a ton of people. They drove out. My friends drove out to pick me up, and I told my parents, I'm going home for a party. I want to go. There's a big party going on, and I'm going to a friend's party. Okay. They did not know it was going to be at their house. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and I'm like, it's, it's cool. Like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be safe. Like, I'm going to go kick it at this party. Like, Can I please go, please? You know, I was 16 years old. Like, I just wanted, you know, I partied all the time. My parents just wanted me to be happy. So uh, my par- my friends picked me up, and we, we drove back, and by the time... So they came out. They didn't even get there till like eleven o'clock at night, and then we woke up and left at like seven a.m. the next day. Okay. Drove back to Utah, and we were like driving down, and um, all of a sudden I started getting a ton of text messages and phone calls about the party, and I'm like, "Yo, this is a lot of people hitting me up. Like maybe we should cancel it." And my girl, uh, my she's like a sister to me, Ariana. She's like, "We can't. Like, we can't. Like what's done is done. Like we've already invited everybody. We've got the alcohol. Like let's just do the damn thing." And I'm like. Okay, okay, cool, let's do it, you know, so whatever. But we, you knew in the back of your head. I knew head. in the back yeah, of my head like, this is a bad idea. Trouble's yeah. coming. I was like. When you were in that one, you were everybody else before that fight when you needed to pull out when that life changing yeah, exactly. event happened. Mm-hmm. I was like. And she was you. I felt it, I felt it. I'm like, you know what, this ain't good, but we, she's right, what's done is done, let's just do the damn thing, I guess. So, go home. Um, we had put, like, in the, the whole party thing, like, party starts at 10, so I, uh, I don't know. Oh, I didn't have my makeup because my mom had my makeup in Vegas. So I had to go to Ariana's house to get ready. So I'm at Ariana's house getting ready. And as I'm walking out the door, her mom goes, you guys better not be throwing a party. And I'm like, we're not. We're not. You know, we wouldn't do that. So whatever, I go back and I show up like maybe 10.05 and there's a line of people outside my door. And I'm like. Mm. You charging to get in? I should have. Yeah. (laughs) Got to come up when you can. I know, right? I regret that. I regret that. (laughs) Mistake number two, right? Number two. (laughs) Now I know. Paid for a lot of bills if you didn't. (laughs) But um, I'm like, I'm like, oh, God damn. You know, people, you know, this is fat already. So come in and it's like. And, like, we kind of, I felt like we did it somewhat smart. My parents had a lot of um, nice furniture. Their their tables were glass and stuff. So I moved all of their furniture and put it in one bedroom mm-hmm. so that nothing <laughs> got damaged. Yeah. Um, so there was, my entire house was just open, you know. So it did was able to fit a lot of people. But I walked in and it was just, like, there were so many people. And we had gotten, we had, we had gotten so much, like, we probably got, like, 15 cases, 30 
packs of beer. Okay. Yes. Like we were ready. Yes. We were ready. Mm. And like within an hour and a half into the, the party, like beer was gone. Yep. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Here come the beer runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's yeah. go. You All know, right, we're listening. So, so um, I was like, so me and Ariana were like, okay, we need to kick some people out. Because at this point, like, you couldn't move. Like, there was, And there was people still in line at the door. And I'm like, okay, like, we need to kick people out. So, Never a good idea. So I started, I'm like, okay, people, like, you need to go. Like, we're shutting it down. And, and a good amount of people left. So finally it was chill. It was cool. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm outside downstairs in the back. Smoking blunt, <laughs> and all of a sudden somebody. Well, you're on alcohol. You gotta keep the buzz going, right? <laughs> somebody, somebody comes running outside and was like, "They're fighting outside," and I'm like, "What? Okay." So, I I go and I like walk upstairs, go down, and so like to get to the front door, like you had to go downstairs, and then there was the front door. Mm-hmm. So I like walk down the front door, but I'm like standing on the stairs when I open the door, and as soon as I open the door, I just hear like, bop, 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 like just like all of a sudden you just hear like. <clears throat> shooting or whatever and at first I thought I got shot by like a rubber bullet <laughs> I thought I thought the cops shot me with a rubber bullet why the rubber bullet was the first thing to crush your mind I don't know because it didn't hurt I mean it hurt but it wasn't like I don't know I guess I just pictured a, a gunshot to feel worse <laughs> she like ain't motherfucking didn't shoot me I know he didn't shoot me I'm shit like, <laughs> and all of a sudden like you just see bullets flying people screaming and I'm like finally I'm like in, so I like crawl up the stairs and um, I'm like in shock. People, I'm like, everybody calm down, calm down. And you're like, windows are breaking from bullets. And I'm like, oh my God, okay, this is real. Damn. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so then um, a lot of people took off running. Um, and then, you know, all of, the people that were, then the cops showed up and there was like so many police and trying to get in. You're skipping a part. Where the hell did you get shot at? My foot. I'm sorry, my foot. All right. Uh, yeah. They got This whole I had time my... I'm thinking shoulder or the neck. I'm thinking her thigh. Well, that's what I was thinking. I think that's why I, I thought it was okay because it was the foot, you know, so I was still walking. Hey, well, you don't really need your foot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just my foot. I had my six inch heels on, though, and they said if I didn't, then it would have, like, hit my shin and it would have been oh. a different story. Okay. Yeah. So, but I thought it was fine, and then all of a sudden my leg went numb, and I was like, Okay, you know, like I'm gonna take off my shoe and see what's going on. And there was like a hole in my foot, and I was gushing blood. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, um, you know, maybe something's wrong. And then I started to lose a lot of blood and started to like, kind of start to <laughs> faint. And so my friend was like, my friend Erica, still really good friends with her. Love you, girl. Um, she was like, Kate, you're like, this isn't how this is going to go down. Like, you're not going to die in here because you got shot in the foot. So I'm going to take your ass outside. <laughs> like, I'm she t- t- she like a cut person yeah. in your corner. Yeah. Girl, relax. We'll take that up. You'll be all right. <laughs> so she takes my Just ass outside. Foot. I get out there and they're like, yeah, you got shot by a 22. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> you know, I get to the hospital. They're like, we're going to call your mom. And I'm like, no. Nope. Uh. Sorry. I'm like, she'll be home on Sunday. They're like, we need to operate. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> You're not calling my mom. And then I'm mm. like laying there in bed and all of a sudden I hear they're like, is this Angel Martinez, Destiny McCubbin's mom? And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and I just knew all hell was going yeah, oh, yeah. to be. Oh, yeah. Because you're supposed to be in Vegas. Yeah. 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 At that point, the gunshot didn't hurt at all. No. You knew what was I was hoping, that I was wishing her. I would have died at that point. <laughs> like, damn it. Why didn't they just kill me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get back to the ex-boyfriend, the promoter. Okay, yes, yes, Josh. Um, yeah, boxing promoter. And okay, so the the name came because, um, so like I said, I had started, and I you know I wasn't very good. And then when I when I kind of started to level up, and I, I was at one hit MMA for probably a year, but then I had gotten to the place where I kind of felt like maybe I needed a little bit more like hard training because I had leveled up. Um, so I. 
uh, Chelsea Howard. She used to be a fighter. She's not. She doesn't really fight anymore. But she was fighting at the time, and she had been trying to get me to come to the garage for a long time. And mm-hmm. I, you know, there's loyalty. Loyalty is involved when it comes to gyms, especially in Utah. They're kind of weird about cross training. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was like, you know, I can't. Like, you know, my 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 loyalty lies here. And she was just like, you need to come and check it out. So so one day I did go, and I met Dave Castillo. And him and I trained a little bit together, and um, it was just it was th- that was all I needed. Like him and I, we matched so perfectly. It was it was it, I knew that he was who I needed to be with. So I made the 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 turn. I made the transition, and I started training at the garage. Um, and but Chelsea was kind of like their number one girl at the time, and so like. When I, whatever Coach Castillo told her, I did. Whatever, anything that, like, she was told to do, I just did. You know what I mean? Like, I, he wasn't talking to me, but I just did it until the point that, okay, he was like, okay, like, this girl is working her ass off. You know, she deserves it and stuff like that. But Josh used to, well, I used to always say, like, my time's coming. Like, I'm, I'm killing it. I'm working my ass off. My time is coming. Okay. My time is coming, you know? And so after my first fight, he was like, I think... You know, he's like, you've always said it. You've always said your time's coming. He's like, and it's here, girl. Like, it is here. Like, you're doing it now. Like, I think I think we should start just calling you my time of coven. And I was like, you know what? I kind of like that. I like my time of coven. I'm going to go with it. We're going to fly with it. So, yeah, it just stuck. So, yeah, my time of coven. Remember the name. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's simple. I Does everybody that fight have to have a nickname, though? No, no. I feel like almost everybody does. I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm not going to tell him it sucks. No, I'm, never, no, I'm, I'm totally down <laughs> with that. Your name like could it. be Burnt Toast. I'd be like, oh, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> Just don't hit me in the eye. But I like my time because, because it, you know, it, it, it also tells me, like, right now, and that could be right now every time you walk in the ring. That's right. It's like, right now, yeah. it's me. My you know, time. I like it's it's always my time, you know what I mean? That's right. Yeah. But when it's my time, you know when it's my time. <laughs> what, what else do you do, all right? So you, we're talking about the fighting predominantly. Mm-hmm. We talked mm-hmm. about a little bit about you getting... Shot, which I don't know how <laughs> that didn't come up till fifty minutes into the damn pod, almost an hour into the Honestly, podcast. So like we should have led with that. When right? I say that girl is like okay, when I say like that lifestyle so behind me, like I feel like different person. Different. I feel like she's just dead. Like I, I there's I, I don't ever like my roommate, the girl I live with, just found she was on my Instagram creeping. I'm not <laughs> not creeping in a bad way, but she's going through my Instagram the other day, and there's like she a, fight too. No, okay. There's a picture of me talking about me being shot like a long, like almost over a year ago, and she she's all she texts me, she's all bitch, you've been shot, <laughs> and I'm like. Yeah, because it's just, you know, like, I forget that it, it it's such a crazy thing in my life, but I forget that it happened. It's not something I like to tell people. It's not it's not something I like to relive. Yeah. That girl is literally, like, dead to but me. But that also adds to who you are because yeah, we're all absolutely. brick walls. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Each part of that brick, if you take one of those bricks out, it's going to make the wall weaker. Absolutely. So that's a part of who you are. It is. And I understand how... You know, you have another life and you're not that person anymore, but those things there taught you to be who you are now. 100%. So don't sell that short. Yeah. Also, with the roommate thing, I've had roommates. And my roommates, I mean, I had one or two roommates, <laughs> whatever. To have you as a roommate, what? who the fuck ate... Who drank all the milk and didn't replace the milk? <laughs> That's the last thing I want to hear you say. Yep. Pissed off because you yep. want a bowl of cereal or some oatmeal in the morning. I'd be like, I was oh, like, shit. It was expired. I'm <laughs> on my way right <laughs> now to buy more. It was so funny. because she, she's, she's not a morning person, really. And I was, and I am. I wake up pretty early. And I was so honored the, the other day. I wake up and I couldn't find the coffee filters. And I knew I had more. And she doesn't drink coffee. And so, we just kind of became roommates. And so, like, when she cleans and stuff, she doesn't put things, you know, in exact uh-huh. right places. So I called. <laughs> Or it's like 8 a.m. and I'm like, 
where are the coffee filters? Oh, man. They're <laughs> on their way. Trust me. <laughs> She's like, I didn't touch them. And I'm like, are you sure? Because I think you did. Actually, I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> I'm buying 300 right now. Just don't fuck me up. And then like, right? later in the day, we were talking about She's like, I thought your ass was going to come in here yeah. and kill me. That'd be a constant threat over my head yeah. right there. Just yeah. anything I did, you know? The house would be spotless. Yeah. I wouldn't eat none of your damn food. Don't, All of, don't mess with my coffee, okay? I, uh, I need we my understand. coffee. Did everybody hear that? Did everybody hear that? Leave her coffee alone. I'm a coffee snob. Remember it. Just so you know. <laughs> All right. What, what else are you doing? So you, you're not, you haven't trained. You talk about this injury that you had. That was in training? Yes, that happened in training. Actually, it was Vinny that, that Sean O'Connell had fought. Him and I like collided backwards. And um, the way like he hit my knee, it, it, when I went down, it had, it had dislo- dislocated. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually a, it was a problem that I had had, though. It wasn't the first time. But that, that last time, it did significant damage. Um, I tore my meniscus and had to get surgery to repair that. Yeah. They said it was going to be like an eight-week recovery, but it ended up being like a 16-week recovery. So I got back into training probably like in April. So, yeah, I I definitely had big plans for the beginning of the year, but with that, it slowed me down a bit. So now that we're back in training, hopefully I'll be fighting in August. You taking a stride? Was that frustrating? Yeah, it was very frustrating. Very, It was a depressing moment yeah, for me. Yeah, I would think it was, so. It was very depressing. Because you, you got to plan train for your at career. All. Yeah, I couldn't train at all. And, um, you know, when you can't train and you get heavy and, you know, you just – there was there was a time that I, like, I got to a point and I was like, gosh, is it time for me to hang him up, you know? And, is this it? Is, no. And, and everybody was like, no, like, no. no way. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, it, you just get in such a depressing, dark state. You just don't know, you know? But um, I'm so glad that, you know, I didn't. Because it was, like, honestly, it was shortly after that I broke through the entire thing. Like, shortly after I was having those thoughts, all of a sudden I just started feeling better. And I was able to start training again. And um, I've been working with uh, Casey Halstead. Uh, we're at 10th Planet in Las Vegas. And really love working with him. He's up my, my jiu-jitsu and my MMA a lot. And then I do my boxing with Mark Velarte at Big Shot Boxing. And that's been really great for me, too. Okay. Yeah. Well. Outside of training, so when you got hurt, what were you doing with yourself? I don't see you as the type of person who just sat there. You said, no. all right, maybe maybe you got a little heavy. Maybe you did this, that, and the other. But what else did you do? What fed that fire for you? Um, Like as far as like work? Are you talking about work? As far as just the thrill of the, the fighting. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So here you are. You had ACL. You're laid up there. You live in Vegas. Your parents live here. All right? So, you, so you're down there for the most part. I don't want to say by yourself because you got a support system down mm-hmm. there. But what did you do to to feed that fire while you were out of commission for training? Um, I did a lot of like film studying, stuff like that. And honestly, that is when I got onto my boxing with Mark, with Mark at Big Shot Boxing, because obviously my knee was not strong enough to um, do grappling or do wrestling, things like that. But um, I was able to, it, it still hurt, don't get me wrong, but I was able to, you know, box because it's just hands. So that I, I got started with him uh, right before the surgery, and then we continued after the surgery once I was able. And that is honestly what kept me sane was the boxing. Okay. Yeah, I really focused on my boxing and in the time that I was out. And even, even now to this day, like, my boxing has leveled up a lot. And I, I'm very excited to to see what the the difference when I get back into the cage because um, before I didn't really have like an actual striking coach. Like I had said before, you know, it was mm-hmm. just like mitts here and there and classes here and there. But now I have an actual boxing coach. and um, So they've given you a little more technique. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just, I'm super excited. Like I, 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 I truly feel like with him, I'm going to have a knockout win. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel in my near, 
in my near future, if not this year, next year for sure. Sorry, I kind of drifted off. Right. Um, a knockout win is coming, and and a submission mm. win for sure. Being with uh, Coach Casey at Tenth Planet, I feel that. But yeah, I truly see and feel knockout win, submission win in my near future. So, do you feel like this injury? I'll be at a setback, right? Because you couldn't get out there. But do you feel like maybe that injury has helped you focus on certain aspects of your of your style so that when you do come back now, you're that much more dangerous. Like you had to take the time off to focus, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You, Cause you couldn't train like you wanted. And then as, and as, as you've come back now, you've, you've focused a little bit harder, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. You start out boxing cause you could do that and be upright in boxing. And then now you're uh, the jujitsu and all that. Do you feel like coming back because of that, the injury may have even been a blessing in disguise, I guess. Almost. Yeah. I think so. Um, it, because, I think that it's no it's no secret that my hands are my 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 weapon and so just the fact that I had to work on them for months and sharpen up that skill when I come back I feel very confident in my hands. I feel like any girl of my size is 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 a uh, it's it's going to be a tough fight for them. And then but and then like cuz it's your time. Yeah. That's right. But That's and good. and like so with my hands I feel comfortable and like I've always said, it's no secret that I like to stand and bang, but I'm very excited to go out there and surprise people because working with Coach Casey and um, my uh, my other coach down there, his name's Andy. They've they've leveled up my grappling so much. Like uh, I've never I've never even been like super into grappling. I just did it because I really I knew I had to. But now like it's it, it's it's becoming fun to me, and like I I am leveling up, and I'm I'm very excited to like you know show the world uh, what I've what I've what I've come up with and what we have up our sleeve now. I love it. Here's an ignorant question. Do you lift weights or do you just do circuit training? Do you do the CrossFit still because that's where you started? Mm -hmm. Or do you get in there? Are you on the bench? You in the squat rack? You leg press? All that? So I have a strength and conditioning coach. Like I mentioned before, Uh Danny Davis Jr. He's amazing. I've been with him um, let's see, probably since, I think it was the end of the camp for my sixth fight for Helen and then we, we really hit it hard or no Let's see. That was so seventh fight was Helen. So the end of so we is the end of my camp for Helen, and then we really hit it hard for my Utah fight, and then my last title fight as well. Um, I've been with him for a while. He's amazing. He um he's a fighter as well. So he really we do weightlifting, but we do weightlifting for MMA. You know, okay. like a lot of the stuff, the a lot of the movements that he has me do is is almost like like uh like what it would be like to have to lift somebody up off of you or like you know things like mm. that or power so, so full body workouts yeah, yeah. core and legs and he's very exercises. much about core he's very much about core and balance mm-hmm. very much about that which is what you need especially for grappling you know so yeah i love working with danny like i'll probably be with him forever that's awesome yeah man. Ma, i, I want to get your mom in here for a second this is something we've never done had another person on the mic okay. to mike. I, I want to know what goes through your mind out there watching her do this because every fighter we've had on there, generally moms don't come to the to the fight, <laughs> right? And so yeah. I, I want to know: Are you are you shadow boxing out there with her? Are you grabbing? <laughs> are you, do you see things that she doesn't see when yeah. she got into this? I mean, there's like nine questions right there. But how do you how do you feel when she's out there doing this? Um, I am very very. I get really nervous, but I. I think I'm like really proud of her. So I, when I see her get in there, when I see her, I'm with her like every moment of it from sometimes I try and get with her for a whole week before her mm-hmm. fights to be with her. And I go with her to watch her train or spend the week with her. Um, she, the stuff I have to watch her do it. I think it makes me more at ease, but I'm still 
like frantic, crazy, knowing. <laughs> as soon as I see her come walking out to go into the cage, I, I completely lose it. Like, I am like, my, I don't, I'm not mom no more. I'm like a whole different person. Everybody can hear me. The commissions come up and they're like, oh man, her mom's crazy. Like, you guys- <laughs> So you become not mom, you become the biggest fan? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, basically. Yep, that's me. I, I become the biggest fan. I'm the loudest person. I try, like, I try not to look at her at my daughter as my daughter because when it hurts for me to see her get hit. You're right. And, but when I see her hit her opponent, I'm like, fuck her up. Fuck <laughs> her ass. Like. Do you see a change in her? Because even her sitting here talking, you can see a slight change. You know, when we have fighters here and they talk about fights and they talk about situations, her, when she was sitting here talking about, I'm going to have a submission, I'm going to have a knockout, yeah. I'm like, it's please a, it, don't let it be on me because I see you, <laughs> you're physically changing. Yeah, can you see it, the change in her eyes as, as time goes on through the training, the oh, yeah. hunger or the determination? Definitely, I always say there's it's the calm before the storm. Okay. Mm-hmm. She 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 really does change into somebody totally different, and it's a it's a great transition to watch. Like you know, some a lot of people ask me, how do you do it? How do you let her do it? And it's not like how do I how do I not let her do it? This yeah. is her dream. Mm-hmm. This is what she wants in life. So I have mm-hmm. to let her feed her dream, feed her passion. Right on. Thank you. Thank and, you. And, and we got sucked into this. Still, see, God, <laughs> it's Father's Day. We got a dad yeah. sitting right over there, and we still bring the mom in. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, God, we, we still we're, do it. We're conforming. <laughs> um, my mom, like, before I started fighting, she used to always say, like, she wanted to come in the back with me and, you know, stuff like that. And at first I was like, yeah, for sure. But then once I actually had my first fight and seen how she is, I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry, Mom, but you can't ever come in the back with me. <laughs> you need calmness back there. You know yeah. what I mean? You can't yeah. have any type of anxiety because you're freaking out alone. So right. everybody yeah. around you needs to be the calm, the person, the people that bring you down and make you prepared. I'm like, I'm sorry, Mama, but I can't have you back there. Yeah, that's understandable. <laughs> just, just bring that zen down so you can see right, right, what's going to happen. Yeah. Right, project that energy. But her out there hyping everybody else up. You also need that when you come out because mm-hmm. you want that support. Yeah. You want that. Oh, cheer. I they see want that her. Jail. She's the first person I see when I walk out. When I get in the cage, I blow her a kiss. And my man, my dad. You know, my, yeah. But my dad's like, yeah. And my mom is like, hands on her mouth, like shaking. I'm like, it's fine. I got. This. This. What do you hear? <laughs> what do you hear in the, in the midst of it? You're on the ground grappling with somebody, trying to break a submission or submit somebody. What do you hear? Do you like, just hear your coach? Do you hear your mom? Do- I only hear my coaches. That's it. Mm. it it's so crazy because like, I used to always say this, especially with, with Dave, my first coach. I could hear his his voice an, a mile away in, in chaos. Like, for some reason, his voice, like, I could always just pick up his voice. Like, it could be the craziest fight. It could be in the craziest position, but I'd always hear his voice. But, yeah, I mean, I think for the weeks that you're training with your coach, you're going through everything you're going through. When you're in there at war, basically fighting for your life, I always look at it fighting for your life, even though you're not, even though you're not really trying to kill each other. It is life or death. And so, yeah, I think you just, you pick up who you know is there to help you, which is your, your coaches, your corners. I just don't understand. And again, we talked about having a fighter on. We had yeah. O'Connell here. You two have the nicest fucking teeth. Every fucking yeah. Yeah. every What's fighter we've on? had. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Because I expect you guys to look like hockey players. You got yeah. missing no. tooth here, maybe yellow hair because you didn't brush because you were yeah. in the woods training. You, all you guys have had nice teeth. Yeah. All four fighters Thank we you. had. I don't know how the hell you guys do I that, man. I, Shout I out know. to my grandpa. He paid for my braces. There, all right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Wood. What's up? Is that what you're saying? That is what I'm saying. Destiny, is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Guys, that's what we said. (laughs) Guys, I I hope you can appreciate this one. Um, Two mask-offs in a row with fighters. And damn, 
these guys are something else. And so I, I can't say enough about uh, Destiny's demeanor and her being here with us. We appreciate it. Um, we'll link up all her stuff so you can check out mm-hmm. her fights. We'll, um, you have a Facebook you, or an Instagram, uh, Instagram? You want to throw that out? Yep. Okay. Uh, it's uh, my time underscore McCubbin. So go over there, guys. Uh, follow her. Uh, jump on the bandwagon there. Um, enjoy some of that. We're hoping Get on August. it before it gets good. Right. That, right. That's what we need because yeah. here she is. She's about ready to turn the page. You said your next fight is coming up when? You're going um, to Mississippi to I'm beat ho- up on some of those toothless yokels? There's going to be some ugly women down there. If you're waiting <laughs> somebody from Mississippi, you're going to see some ugly people. Don't let that worry you. I'm hoping it goes through. It's supposed to be an all-female female card August 25th. So as long as it goes through, awesome. yeah, that's where we're headed. And then I'm going to go back up to Boise hopefully October 5th. When you get in the ring in Mississippi and you go to fight the girl and you're doing the stare down, give her a word to spell because she'll be thinking about that. <laughs> The whole fight. Tell her to spell oh refrigerator. God. Say, oh hey, you dumb bitch, spell refrigerator. She'll be like, uh, and then you go out there and you kick her ass, okay? <laughs> that one's from okay. so what you're saying to you guys, all right? Okay. That's right. That's right. So we're expecting big things uh, come up August. She's got some uh, tricks up her sleeve, as you said. So uh, we can't wait to see that. Guys, uh, we'll link up all her stuff so you can check all those out. Also, don't forget, so what you're saying.com. That's all of our social media. Uh, hit us up with emails. We love hearing from you post podcast, uh, post mask off. Uh, so what you're saying at gmail.com. And then always, guys, you can contribute over at anchor.fm backslash backslash. So what you're saying. That tarantula's fucking you up. It, yeah, it took me this long, but I'm <laughs> proud of myself. Luckily, other people were carrying this through. So that's the way it was designed this week. So there you go. Guys, uh, hit us up, send us your emails, send us your thoughts, your ideas. And with that, my time. And with that, Keith, I got to say, it's been a pleasure. Destiny, thanks for coming on. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me, guys. It was fun. We out.